Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be discussing the six different types of traders. Now, Mike, one of the best movies over the last uh, year and a half was, was The Queen's Gambit. And we talked all about, you know, how, how complicated chess is and all the different pieces on a chessboard. And I saw this little article recently talking about relating to those different pieces and how people trade stocks. So we know chess is very popular and become more popular because of the movie. And we know that trading stocks has become extremely popular during this pandemic because people had time on their hand. And so they all have tried their hand at trading stocks. So how does this relate to chess? And let's look at some of the chess pieces. And what would you use that as a, a, an example? So what is a pawn? A pawn can just move. Simple. First move, you can move two, two spaces. After that, you're limited to one space forward at a time. And you can only take over on a, a diagonal, right? That's how you take pieces. So that's that's your pawn. Very limited, but it's funny. When you talk about the real chess players, they consider them an important part of the game too. They have the least value, but they still can, they can do some other things that are important in the game of they can trap pieces and create problems for other players too. So that's what it is in the game of chess, how do we relate to that in, to investing? I would think a good example of that would be the day trader. They go in every day. They're pretty limited in terms of what they can do. And they're, you know, they're, they're buying and selling individual stocks and bonds every day. And they hope to buy in the morning and sell in the afternoon or sell after they've made money. And they don't have a lot of options. Nope. They, they haven't got a long-term strategy. It's just to go in. What most of them find is the survival rate of day traders is not very good. Over the years, I've had lots of clients try and be day traders. None of them are day traders today. It's funny. You only find out about them during the decent markets, isn't it? I've never heard of a day trader in a down market. They all seem to disappear and go bankrupt. <laughs> What's interesting is we don't even know the name of the best day trader in the world. It's probably because there isn't one. Yep. What's next? I think we're going to the Rook. What's the Rook do? Well, the rook has, you know, it, it's pretty much a straight line move, right? It, it, it can go forwards and backwards, but has to go in a straight line. It can't go on an angle. And, and, and it's, so it's somewhat limited, okay? And I think that a good example of that might be the, what we call the momentum trader. So the momentum trader, here's what they do. They see that a stock is doing really well. And so it did well on Monday, it did well on Tuesday, and it did well on Wednesday. And they say, you know what? This thing's on fire. I'm going to go and I'm going to buy it. And I think the momentum's going to continue. And I'm going to hold on to that thing. So unlike the pawn, they don't have to go one piece at a time. They can go right down the whole board, right? They can so go they right can down the whole board. They can go from one end of the board to the other. So they can hold on for the long run and just uh, stick into when something's doing well, they can stick with it. And there is evidence that a momentum trader, there is momentum in the market both on the upside and the downside. So what that means is when something starts going up, it typically keeps going up. And when something starts going down, it typically keeps going down. The problem is no one knows when the momentum ends on, on, the, on the up or the down. What, I, I thought that was 
to be honest, one of my favorite DFA studies was a bit about momentum because it was one of those things you thought they would say it doesn't exist. And they came back and said, yeah, it does exist. But the problem is to capture momentum, it takes a lot of trades. And the amount of trades involved in capturing the momentum cost you more than the premium of the momentum. So they said it does exist, but it's impossible to efficiently capture that. So. Makes sense. Hence the rook. Yep. Okay, let's move on to the knight. The knight. Now that's a a, a tricky one, right? Because they they sort of go on. They they go up to and one to the left or one to the right. It's what made me pick play chess, checkers for years. <laughs> I never understood. <laughs> it was too complicated. <laughs> it was too complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so. When, when I think of investing that gets complicated, we think buying stocks is complicated. Buying options is really, really complicated. Okay? Now, people swear by it, but the evidence shows that it doesn't add a tremendous amount of value and you can typically lose a lot more money. So you're not actually buying the stock or selling the stock. You're buying an option that you can buy or sell a stock. Yeah. Very complicated, kind of like the night. Most people don't understand the night. Most people don't understand buying and selling options. What's next? You got the bishops. The bishops was one of my favorite pieces. It could slide right across the whole board. It just had the diagonal. And you, you catch the people who were never paying attention to it because they weren't keeping an eye on the bishop and it can go and attack you. So bishops would be more like, uh, I guess, a swing trader. So give us an example of the swing traders. Well, it's, it's a little different than a momentum. Momentum is sort of following the path that's already been started. The swing traders, is, is they're sort of thinking, okay, I'm going to swing to the other side. So uh, it's, you know, one day it's value. Oh, oh, and remember this, it just happened recently. Growth stocks were booming all throughout 2020. They're trying to get the cusp in the trough, right? And, and the swing trader, they basically say, ah, it's value time. Yeah. And value had a good day. Now value has got two days. I'm going to go become a value trader. Before, they were a growth trader. Once again, do we know the name of the best swing trader in the world? Yeah. It seems like it should work. It's one thing that's stressful is because you think it would work, but the markets are, are so random that it's, it's very difficult to tell before the fact, it's great because everyone looks at these charts after the fact. They say, ah, that was a switch from growth to value. Look at that on the chart back. And you go, there was 2000, there was 2008. And you can show all those points on the chart. But you can't say, okay, where's it in the future? Well, I don't know. <laughs> because they all look the same as when you're in it. It all looks very similar. It's like, it's funny. I go on these canoe trips, right? And someone mentioned, uh, I'm going to the park. They say, which lake are you going to say? It doesn't really matter. It's all trees. It all looks the same after <laughs> a while. It's all trees and rocks. <laughs> it's all trees and rocks. <laughs> Okay, we got a couple more pieces, a couple of important pieces. So the, the next one we're going to talk about is the queen. So the queen, she's got great mobility. She can go pretty much anywhere at any time and make as many moves as possible. Kind of like what the, I would call the trend trader. So what is a trend trader? Well, here we've talked a lot about the movements of stocks and, and you know when's the best time to buy and sell. The trend thought, Peter Lynch was famous in the trend thought. If you find yourself going to the same store time and time again, like you go to your Starbucks, you're, you're a Starbucks regular, that's a trend. Maybe it's not just you. And you every time you go to Starbucks, there's a lineup. That's an example of a trend. Might be a good idea to buy that stock. Yeah. Zoom, great example of it lately, right? You know, we're all using Zoom. We have to use it. So it makes sense to own. 
even it's funny, you know, I remember seeing when Obama was using the BlackBerry and you saw that come out at that time. And that was a trend that was going. And you saw it on TV where everyone was carrying these phones around. It was a trend and it ran for a period of time. Obviously, BlackBerry ran out and Apple took over, but those are trends. <laughs> so we turn to the king. At the end of the day, the king is more like a buy and hold strategy. Okay. There's not a lot of movement with the king. You know, he can sort of go anywhere, but it's only one move at a time. Yeah. He's, he's pretty limited. He gets to castle that once in the game. Right? <laughs> the other thing that kept me away from chess like, all these years. <laughs> like, the thing is, the queen's got more mobility, yeah. but the king's still the king. I guess when I like it, the king's job is to stay out of trouble. The buy and hold strategy is kind of a stay out of trouble. Don't make big mistakes. You know, one of the things we talk about to clients, especially when they're retired, is avoid the big mistake. The key for, with the king is to avoid that big mistake. Yeah, you got to protect your king under all circumstances. <laughs> Don't put yourself in the line of fire. Once your king's gone, that's it. That's checkmate, right? So lots of people out day trading today. Lots of people think that they can outsmart the market. I'm putting my money on the king, the buy and hold, put a little of those other things into play diversify. I think that's a great strategy. What are your thoughts? As good as anything else. Best one I've seen so far. We've seen the others. And as you said, if one of them worked, you'd pick up the newspaper and it would say, this is a solution to all your investment needs. And we would have known about it. So if you happen to read a, an article, maybe in the Globe and Mail or Toronto Star, and it says, this guy is the best day trader over the last 20 years, that'll be an interesting day. Hasn't happened in my lifetime yet. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.